Good afternoon and welcome into the Morning Burrito Podcast. I am Michael. I'm still Eric. And it is episode number ninety or ninety one. I'm no, not I think sure. Ninety one might be ninety one now. We're down to the we're, we're down to the single digits before we hit one hundred. And the game just happened. The game did just happen two days ago, three days ago, three days, three ago. days ago. Yes, the big W for the Chiefs. I called it actually. It, yeah, but you know, I took a there's stand. a lot of controversy about that no. call at the end of the game. Well, maybe, but it's kind of just the they probably point. they Ooh. probably still would have won. But, I mean, even if there was like a minute and a half to go, Jalen Hurts had an incredible game. Oh, I yeah. think it's certainly no, no possible doubt. they could have gone down and at least tied it. No doubt. So, yep, no doubt. But they didn't. But they, they didn't. didn't. They no. didn't. So and, and Pat Mahomes. Chiefs will take the win. He he wins the MVP for the, the, the entire season, and then he wins the Super Bowl MVP. So good for him. Yeah, and, you know, if his ankle would have been 100%, you know, there, it would have just not even been a – I don't know. It would have been no. a blowout. You, Total blowout. You know what's you know what's sad. I, I, think, I can call it now because you can't debate it. You know what's sad for Eagle fans? <laughs> they didn't win. <laughs> well, that, but you know their defense was good all season, like really, really yeah. good. Yeah. And they laid a big egg for the most half. of that second half. Second they were half. just bad. Yeah, I think they took a nap. Yeah. It was definitely noticeable. Well, they anyway, were they were great in the first half. They was, were really good. It was great, man. We were glued to the first half. Then we like made the burgers and got the junk food out during halftime. And then it was like, oh, this is good. It this was a good game. game. It was. It good. was a really I fun like game when, to watch. I like it when they're close. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it because with the only game that was more exciting Super Bowl wise, as far as I'm concerned in my lifetime, was the Chiefs. Or not Chiefs, sorry, the Patriots and the Falcons Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah, like when, three three years ago. Yeah, when, when the Falcons gave up a, like what a twenty eight point lead or oh, something. That was awesome. That was so it's good. Totally embarrassing. I was I was laughing so hard. Matt Ryan choked it so bad they couldn't go back oh. to bed soon enough. Oh man, that was awesome. Um, so yeah, way to go, Chiefs fans. Good good. Our friend Cliff, who oh, he I don't know if he like, watches this, but uh, I I did send him a message that us, night. But yeah, he. We should tell him he, he got a he got a he got name a, drop today. Yeah, we dropped it. Yeah. So so yeah, uh Chiefs Chiefs win. Good for you guys. Any you Chiefs fans out That's there. Right. That's great. Um we'd be remiss not to mention uh, as well uh the big news from this particular week on on Monday, the tragic um right. mass shooting at Michigan State University. Um our hearts and our prayers go out to the families and uh, the people of Michigan State. Uh, staff and faculty and whatnot um yeah. just a horrific thing you know it, one of the cool things about that if you're looking for hope in the middle of that tragedy is uh, i've been in contact with uh, several pastors uh from our local churches there in that area and because one of them is, is one of my mentors and uh, uh they've opened their churches 24 hours a day mm. uh, for families to receive help counseling prayer and anyway so it, there may be some things about church life that maybe you're not really impressed with, but that was really impressive to me that they actually, you know, did that. Which and I, would, I you just can't assume churches will do that, but they did, and that was pretty impressive. How far is Saginaw from Lansing, where you grew up? Oh, it's an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Are you closer to Ann Arbor? No. Oh, okay. Still an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. But I mean, it's your an it's hour. your home state, and yeah. you know, um, it's just. It's always hard to watch yeah. these things take place in real time. Um, just, just awful. Yeah. Um, and we, we also have to say that uh, you know Turkey and Syria, the earthquake. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Last, last week. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the toll there is up to thirty six thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you hear the cool story about the gift that was given? No. Thirty million dollars. Oh wow. From a a um, 
uh, anonymous giver, uh, a Pakistani giver, hmm. uh, walked into the Turkish consulate and uh, gave him a $30 million um, donation for the recovery um, wow. thing. And it was, uh, I mean, it's been verified uh, two or three times now. Make sure it was a legit gift because we don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Turkey and Pakistan relations have usually been good, but they've been kind of rocky a little bit. Um, so, I mean, kudos to going to somebody you maybe don't totally agree with and, you know, drop 30 million. I mean, I got, I wish I had friends that would just drop 30 million, <laughs> you know, or enemies just drop me a million. I mean, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be all right. But I mean, you know, that, that, that's sad and tragic too, but, uh, but there's hope. I mean, there's people that are willing to, to do that. So 30 million. So good job, uh, Pakistanian person, whoever you are. <laughs> Um, okay, so before we do our transition point and go to the the main, no, we chunk. can't even do that. We got to talk about revival. You've talked about, oh, about Michigan. Yeah, State. good call. You, you've talked about Asbury earthquake, Asbury I mean, University. I mean, down in Kentucky, come on, Kentucky, Kentucky folks. Yeah, I saw it all over Facebook, all over. And you know, there's so much, you know, criticism and skeptics and you know all that out there for that. Listen, it's just like just let God be God. Just, just a, and what I. What, what I love about it is the CNN report. Uh, CNN totally clueless on this. Um, that th- did you read the article? No, I. So the article on CNN, CNN about this is uh, uh, really talking about positive ways uh, this revival or outpouring. They're not sure which one to call it um, is impacting. But then they switch. It's like a light bulb. It just it it, it they turned off, and uh, they got on the bandwagon of. They're they're so controversial. They're so conservative, and yeah. it, it leans toward you know. Um, Asbury is a very theologically oh, very, conservative, politically conservative, right winged, very you know uh, detrimental to the health of you know our nation. And, which which and by like, the way, good because that's what Jesus is all about. The irony is that Asbury, I believe, was a Methodist school for a long time. I don't know if they're still still yeah okay. Mm-hmm. So the Methodist Church has gone way to the other end of the spectrum as a right. denomination, um, while there are still theologically conservative, politically conservative, whatever you want to call it, um, people in the Methodist Church. Asbury, <laughs> even though it's connected to the Methodist Church, which has gone in you know, a lot of ways off the deep end, Asbury has stayed true to their Wesleyan roots, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and and I mean, I, I had a uh, one of my former students, uh, well, actually not, I mean, th- they've been there and were part of it, but one of uh, a one of the girls that I kind of grew up with on our district, uh, her her son uh, and one of his uh, buddies went to uh, the campus uh, to experience this revival, and they said it, they were just so overwhelmed just walking up to the door. Um, mm-hmm. He took pictures, um, but didn't take the lens cap off his camera. Oops. And he was just so, you know, and he's like a really good photographer kind of thing. But um, so anyway, so if you, if you want to read that, th- th- there's an article by somebody I don't know, but great perspective. Um, from somebody who, you know, might have kind of held back a little bit, but went and just was in awe. But it's on my Facebook page, my personal page. So if those of you that journey with me, you can read that. It's probably a minute and a half read, but probably with the best perspective out there that I've heard from hmm. from somebody who maybe is all in, but maybe not. But their last question is, you know, can't we just trust God? Okay, real briefly before we go to our subject, we do need There's to. There's so much in the news. Yeah, we forgot one thing about the Super Bowl that we should have mentioned. Oh, the avocado commercial. No, which is well, hilarious for you. That's that's your favorite. Hilarious. I mean, okay. it doesn't replace so, Jesus in the Garden of Eden. I know, but it was just wow. Two two favorite moments from Super Bowl commercials over the you know because I just gave you mine. 
So it's the avocado. That's it. Well, that that's up there for me. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm not into drinking alcohol, but I will say most of the time, beer commercials for Super Bowl tend to be the best. Yeah, there was kind of a letdown. Um, overall, pretty much a letdown. I I the Caddyshack thing. Did you notice that I, they tried that multiple times? Yep, Michelob, yep. I think, is what it was. Yep. Um, I was disappointed in that. It was not nearly as funny. And you have t- Tony Romo. Jeez. Uh, not a good actor. Sorry, Tony. Bad. Um, but the Bush Light commercial where it starts with Sarah McLaughlin playing and they got the the little the, animal and you think it's like an ASPCA commercial and make you tug your heartstrings. And I was like, oh, gosh, not one of these. Like, seriously? And he's like, this is not <laughs> one of those commercials. Right. And I was, I died laughing. You in probably my room. fell out of your chair, didn't you? Well, I was in my bed. I was watching it by myself because the girls didn't want to watch it. So, but my wife heard me laughing so loud, she had to come in and see it. And I, I replayed it for her so that she could see it. It was, oh man, that was a great commercial. Well done. Again, Bush Light wouldn't drink your product, but man, well done. Funny. Well done, Ad. What about the one that had us all looking, going like, oh, seriously, here here comes the leftist. Okay, so here, here, so, here comes the cancel culture. Right so, here. so again, we're, we're not a political show. <laughs> no. However, it's it's known very widely that the Super Bowl, particularly in commercials, the last two or three years specifically, there have been lots of commercials that, oh, yeah. that are woke, so yep. to speak. Like, there's a lot of virtue signaling that yep. happens. And there's this commercial that comes on and it's pictures basically of these people anger, anger you know, rioting, protesting, you know, mad at each and other. It, and, it, and it was picture after picture after picture after picture. This is a long it was probably a forty five second to sixty I second think, ad, actually, I, would, they, I would think. They said it was thirty seconds. Oh wow. It's, it felt longer it than did. that. And and you're you're watching this and I'm like, oh man, here we go. Like political messaging in those ads. I'm just not a fan. Right or left, center, it doesn't matter. Like, just make me laugh. Like, we're that's sit- what I want. I want to laugh. We're sitting in our living room, and, and we're having the same thing. We're like, oh, man, oh, really? And, and it oh. really was. It was about Jesus, and he gets us campaign. And I was, very really, end, I was really impressed with that. I was yeah. happy about that because, honestly, the truth of that, that particular ad is so pr- prominent. We are not meant to do this. We talked about it last week. Yep. We are not meant to be outraged like this in, right. in our cult, in our world. But this is how sin and, gets us. So. And, and it was like one of those things in our family. We're sitting there. We're starting to talk about the photos, <laughs> right? And in relation to how can our culture be like this? And you know this. And then all of a sudden it dropped. And I mean, literally, our, our it was total silence in our living room, and like the junk food just kind of fell out of our mouth. It was just like wow. I was like, yes, yeah, all right. Good. Good. And you know what's sad about that is the reviews now from uh, the from the left is like, oh, not happy with it at all. And I mean, I mean, even politicians have spoke out against it. And I'm like, right on Hobby Lobby because the, the the owner of Hobby Lobby, he's part of that. He is group. one of the, the the biggest founders and financial gurus behind that thing. So good job, Hobby Lobby. Um, I'll throw, and I'll and, throw it and again, there. regardless of what you think of the messaging. He gets us is a real statement, it, it a true is. statement. It's an absolute, it's, absolute truth. Jesus gets us. So he, he gets us and he forgives us. But you got to take the step in, into belief. So. Okay, so, right. so that's right. we have a big piece of news no, that I we got are one more. I got one what? more. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, who cares? I Valen- do. Valentine's Day Listen, was yesterday. It is the worst you know holiday ever. It, it is. You know, is I, I love my wife. I love my daughter. I gave them you know coffee oh, for Valentine's gosh. Day because you know the, my wife doesn't like flowers. My my daughter's Good got for a boyfriend, her. so hopefully she'll get flowers. Just saying, I don't know what the guy will do. This is the first Valentine's Day, so we'll see how he steps up. I, I haven't, I haven't been home long, long enough to see what she, 
did or didn't get. But but no, my wife she sends me she sends me a Valentine, um, you know, avatar thing, you know, on, on texting, and uh, and she gives me the, this this audio, verbal message, right, which was really good. But she said she sent it to her mom first by, <laughs> by accident. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, love you, honey. All right, now okay. now you go. Okay, so. Back a long time ago when oh, we first man. started this podcast, yeah. still to this day, I mean, we're almost to 100. Was it our number one or number two show? Number one. Number one show. Uh, it's, last time I checked, it was number one. Um, as far as clicks and people watching it and whatever, um, was an episode we did about aliens and how that collide, because aliens are all over our culture from movies to TV, yeah. um, it books. Was a great I mean, episode. It, it was a great episode. And we talked about how that, how the possibility of intelligent, alien and uh, extraterrestrial life, what that would do for Christianity. So it was a really good podcast, really fun one to do. But we're not we're going to rehash all that. We're not going to rehash all that today. But in the news, <laughs> the balloon saga that has gripped our nation for a little over a week now, week and a half, yeah. I guess, um, which you didn't know on Monday I, when we talked about this. I've been staff, so busy. I haven't watched the news. I came into staff me. I'm like, I totally know what we're talking about on the podcast this yeah. week. Like, this is it. And he's like, what? I, I actually spent time. And your daughter research. knew way more about it than you did. Yeah. So, so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna transition here in a second, and we'll we'll recap kind of in a short what we talked about on our previous podcast. But go back and watch that one because it'll give you more context on the. This will be more lighthearted and fun, I think, talking about just the silliness of this, but uh, the balloon stuff. But um, but go back and listen to that because it it really will give you a better context of the alien conversation from our perspective as pastors and and just i think realists yeah yeah the fascination that comes with it and how it relates to the word so come on back stay with us he's still talking about the mother-in-law thing (laughs) like he's great Okay, the message could have been a whole lot more embarrassing. <laughs> I wish it was. That would have been more funny. <laughs> I, I would have. Yeah. Anyway, move on. I'll get and then your wife would get in trouble. I'm, I'm getting in trouble. Okay. Uh, so let's just recap briefly, kind of the points that we hit in our previous podcast. Again, you can hit pause on this one and no, don't just get through it. It's lunch hour. Eat, listen, go. That's all right. You can go back, okay. listen right. to the other one, and then come back and, and finish this one. That's fine. Um, but just to recap, when we talked about this several months ago, um, two years ago, basically now, um, one of the big things that we were trying, one of the questions we were trying to answer is, what does it do for Christianity if if intelligent life uh, is discovered? And since we've had that podcast, you kind of rephrased that question. Can you, can you oh, rephrase yeah. it for us? Yeah. Well, since the podcast, I've had several conversations about this through the entire year. I mean, it's been, it comes up once in a while. But so I rephrase the question like this. If life, um, if life off earth is ever found to be true, does that crush Christianity? And when we say life, we're, we're specifically meaning intelligent life. We're yeah. not talking about human life, you know, animals or, right. you know, microorganisms or things of that nature. So, we're talking about yeah. human like beings on another planet. So if life off of earth is ever is ever found to be true, does that crush Christianity? And so we spent a, a close to an hour discussing that that basic question. And ultimately we came to a very simple c- conclusion. Number 1, the Bible if we believe as Christians is true, the Bible doesn't speak one way or another about alien life. 
It, it just do, it doesn't. It, right. it does not t- bring up the issue in any way, shape, or form. So if you're a believer and you believe in the the inerrancy, meaning the without fault of the Bible, then it shouldn't ch- crush your Christianity to believe that. Now, it certainly brings up a lot of questions, um, which we discussed on that podcast. Yep. There are lots of like ancillary <laughs> questions that then get asked like, okay, did Jesus's atonement when he died on the cross, did it cover them too? Like, I mean, there's lots of questions right. that frankly, if, if that ever were to be discovered, I don't know, unless Jesus come de- comes down and gives us more work scripture. Like, I don't, I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to have answers for those questions. We're just going to be left. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, but it I, doesn't change our faith. It, 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 do, it doesn't change our faith. But I mean, when you look at scripture, I mean, scripture comes right back to this topic of, of uh, he created the heavens and the earth, right? He put the sun, moon, and stars in his place. Um, I mean, he he is the he is the creator, which means if there is life on another planet somewhere, he created the life. Christ still came and died. Doesn't change anything. Well, so, and and here's the it thing: it just blows our mind away. The, the the big question that I think anyone who brings this up that's that's more from traditional Christian circles. This is not a traditional topic. No. <laughs> but but when they when they when when this is brought up, the question that inevitably always comes up, well, it says in scripture that we are God's special masterpiece, you know, that we we were created special, that we are even above the angels, that we we are signif- that significant to God. And yet we're still worms. <laughs> but if that's true, if we believe that, which is what Scripture says, then how could there possibly be life on other planets that is intelligent life? Because then where do they fit into that? Are they less than us? Are they more than us? Because if they're more than us, then that makes Scripture untrue. So, I mean, there are legitimate questions to be asked if intelligent life were be to be discovered that was not from the planet Earth. Yeah. Having said all that, if you haven't been following the news like this guy... Um, I've been working... About a week and a half ago, or first week of February, it was discovered that uh, over Alaska there was this balloon, and it was a ginormous balloon floating at about, I think it was 50,000 feet. Um, and under the balloon, you could see in the pictures that there was some sort of satellite looking stuff hanging, electronic stuff. I, I'm, I'm not an expert, I don't know what that stuff would be. Um, and once it got over Montana, it you know entered the United States, con- the contiguous United States. Let's say Alaska is part of the United States, <laughs> but the contiguous, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then it floated all the way from Montana across the central part of the United States down to the southeast. And once it left the South Carolina coast and went over the Atlantic Ocean, um, our president ordered that it be shot down, and it was shot down on the coast of South Carolina. And they're in the recovery process of trying to get all the pieces gathered up from the water. Um, and everyone, it was very clear right from the beginning, it was a Chinese spy balloon. They, they were very honest about that, that it was from the Chinese government, da 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 Well, then a few days later, so it's about four or five days ago now, there was another sighting. And it got blown up. And then there was another one. And it got blown up. You know, I, this makes me not want to go on a hot air balloon ride ever again. Because I haven't even been on one, but it makes I had me, one planned, It makes me so. worry about going back to the north, north central part of the country, because all of these things are now happening from Montana east to, like, Michigan. Yeah, so hey, like this is God's country in the northwest. Not, we're, we're good. Yeah, it's, it's sailing right past yeah, to, right to the over. east of us. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so there, 
at this point now, there have been four things shot down. Um, one and a fifth one that they don't know. It was supposedly something over Montana, but then when they went to go try and find it with a jet, they couldn't find it. So Ooh, there's been five, gone. basically five sightings Twilight of something. Zone. And the other three things that were shot down, they are not calling them balloons officially. They are calling them oh. unidentified aerial phenomenon, which is the new term. They don't use UFO. They see UAP. That's funny. Um, That's funny. And, and the one that was, there was one that was shot down in Alaska, and they said that that one was cylindrical in shape. So that's kind of crazy to think about, you know, like a bottle like flying yeah. in the air. Um, and then there was one that Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, allowed to be shot down over the Yukon um, north of us and then uh, way north of us. And then there was a fourth one that was shot down near <laughs> not God's country, I guess. <laughs> Do you want to go back to Michigan? Was it in Michigan? It was in Lake Huron. Oh, yeah. Huron, yeah Lake That's Huron. Right. That's right. Um, over the top of Lake Huron. So. So there have been four four of these things shot down over the course of a week and a half. And inevitably, because the government won't say that the other three, the last three, were balloons, they say they're just unidentified aerial phenomenon. Um, it's they're, <laughs> the conspiracy theories and the wild theories oh, about whether they're UFOs or not chart. and alien-related is, is going nuts. Yeah, and I, so... I, we had to revisit this conversation. I read a lot on this after I learned about this yesterday. I read a lot on it. It's, just, it's, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. It makes me laugh. It's I, great. I, did, I sat there and I read and I, I kind of snickered and I laughed and I was like, some of the people, it's so hard to believe that their mind is so, it, I know, impacted, affected. I mean, diseased, whatever. I mean, just, <laughs> diseased. I mean, that's probably a stretch. Well, I don't know. I mean, some of them were like, eat and breathe this stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, don't go on a hot air balloon ride. <laughs> so, so what I think we want to talk about today, again in a lighthearted way, is uh, is discuss this aerial phenomenon. How do we? I, I think first question that I have as I've watched this because people have, like you said, kind of just gone crazy with this. Well, before you move on, though, I mean, being the Chinese spy stuff, right? Okay, so they they put that out there, but I, I found. Uh, articles from World War II from the Japanese with their bombing balloons, which I didn't know that was even a legit thing. Sure, but um, but you know they have they, they send from Japan they send bombs over balloons and boom done and I mean the, well and and, and it, again not a political show but right. there are people on both sides of the political spectrum that have challenged what our federal government is not doing, um, but on both sides of the aisle there were people that were mad that the the first one went and traversed the entire country before they took it down. Yeah, they grabbed my credit um, card number and my ID and I, I mean all that. the the excuse was, well, you know, we don't wanna we don't wanna down it and it land on a school or something. Right. In Montana that was. Or Alaska. Like <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? <laughs> There's like four people and some goats and cows in Alaska. Hey, like President come on. Joe tried to try to smooth it over. So so so, so there has been some questioning of that. What's funny is that I was watching clips from MSNBC and CNN specifically, and I think maybe maybe George Stephanopoulos's thing on ABC uh, ABC's News or whatever, and uh, they were talking to Chuck Schumer, who's the the uh, head of the Senate. He's the he's the leader for the Democrats for the Senate, and then a guy who's on one of the committees for uh, the the House that's also a Democrat, 
Representative Himes, I think is his name, or Hines, something like that. Anyway, these two guys had completely different takes. The guy who's the representative in, in the legislature, he said, oh, well, you know, these are definitely balloons. And then Chuck Schumer's like, I don't know if they're balloons. And then you have a general who's like, they, they specifically asked this general in a press conference from the Pentagon the other day. So do you know if these are UFOs? Like, can you confirm <laughs> that or deny that these are, you know, wow. UFOs? And he's like, I, you're going to have to ask the intelligence people. I have no idea. I'm open to all possibilities. <laughs> like, you're feeding into this conspiracy nonsense because you're not giving a straight answer. Like, you got a straight question. I mean, I'm proud of the reporters for asking the question. I mean, it's a good question to ask. But like, you're giving more ammunition to people to have well, there's, conspiracy there's, theories. There's, there's this. actually people now that have been living outside 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, looking uh, at the sky, trying to see them. Looking at the sky, and they're trying to see. And, like, every cloud right now is, like, an alien. I mean, it. it I mean, some of the articles that were, like, like they they saw and they had names of aliens and they had names of different planets and stuff that have been coming closer to Earth and the Earth is going to implode and I mean it was like wow this is sci-fi and I'm not even a sci-fi guy well and and here's the thing so the first balloon came from a, the southwest um, into Alaska and then moved southeast from there um, so they knew that it was a chi- Chinese spy balloon because of the route that it took I guess. The other three did not come from that direction over to the United States. So um, so they're not sure, according to the news, they're not sure where those came from. They think, well, maybe Russia did it, or maybe they weren't spy balloons. Maybe they were people who were researching up in the Arctic somewhere. I'm like, you don't know that by now? <laughs> yeah. How, how do, like, if it's, if it's genuinely not a government trying to do something nefarious, um, how would you not know that by now? Because, I mean... You'd think if they were scientists and their balloon or device or whatever drone well, or whatever they're using got shot down, you'd probably you'd think they'd be like, "Hey, yo, you broke our equipment that cost us millions of dollars." So, so get, get this: it costs us more than that. Um, since uh, I was looking at numbers, twenty-two point six billion dollars a year is what NASA spends on trying to find life on other planets. Hmm. Twenty-two point six billion dollars, right? So, since the inception of America. Uh, we have spent six hundred and fifty billion in trying to understand life beyond Earth. Well, and that's not in, even including the amount of money that oh, private industry no, has done. No, you not know, at all. That's our tax dollars. I mean, you think about the people that just spend time thinking of what it could be like, you know, for movie and TV Dream, purposes. Dreaming, yeah. You know, and not to mention the scientists. I mean, I, I think of the Ghostbusters movie, right? In the in the original Ghostbusters movie, you have these three scientists, right? <laughs> As their their dean would say, in their station wagon, and and these guys work at a university, and yet they're they're viewed, even though they're trying to do research and figure out par- paranormal stuff, right? In the movie, they're viewed as being like charlatans because they're researching something that they don't view as real science, right? But there are people who legitimately study this stuff they're looking at the stars they're looking at planets trying to figure out can they be habitable 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 i think that's the word i think you just made it up for humans you know i followed you though um or other life here here's here's a simple reality for any of you that are prone to this kind of wild thinking um number one regard again regardless of whether or not it's possible 
we don't know if it if it's real or not. We just can't know that right now. So don't get your yourself in a tizzy over it because you really can't know the truth. Number two, ultimately, it's out of our control even if they do exist. So why get in a tizzy about it? Because it's well, completely out of our control. Well, we get in a tizzy because it, it 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 goes against what what we grew up believing and what we what we know. And I mean, there's a the fantasy land and there's the reality land, and you know we're a lot of people are somewhere in the middle of that, and that's where I think a lot of that a lot of that comes from. But um, but yeah, I mean, we have to we have to have some groundwork in our in our life to know that there is the reality that we live, and there's a faith that we live. And there's a belief system that we have, and some things might come in that we don't really know about. Doesn't mean it's going to crush us. It just means, well, and, you, and you got to have you got to have the biblical basis there. And I think the 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 reasonable thing that we need to at least ask the question of, as as Christians, how much of this is coming from the enemy trying to distract us, trying to confuse right. us, trying to. Um, cause us to look at things that are not God, to keep our focus away from God. And I, and I honestly would have to say that there's at least some aspect of that with this. Uh, I think all conspiracy theories are that way. You know, like they, 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 they say, you know, it, this had to have happened, except when you look at it, in order for X conspiracy to have happened, you have to have hundreds and hundreds of people that would be in on that conspiracy to even make that conspiracy work. Well, you're not going to get 100 people period to agree on anything yeah like, it's hard to and, and especially if it's a conspiracy they'd have a vested interest in somebody would have a vested interest in telling that story because they're going to get paid to tell said story right like if it's counter if they have evidence of something counter to the conspiracy they're going to get paid for that yeah hey and if you're watching today and you want to make comments on this we discovered last week uh from one of our watchers that they can't just comment later so the company's Correct. only if, on the if you app. watch on the app or on our website. Web, website, it has to be live. So if uh, if you're watching on our app, watching our website, um, sorry for that. We're working on it, uh, but we don't think we can do that. So I don't think with our yeah, anyway. Um, but that's a good point. If you're on Facebook or um, on YouTube, you can comment. You can whether you watch it live or after the fact. Correct. Um, but uh, but again, I, I think it's important for us to remember and to realize that number one. This should not have a significant impact on our faith. Number two, it shouldn't have a significant impact on our life. Because really, even if even if it was true, but they weren't here, what? How does that change your life? Yeah, like let's say let's say there's Martians, and they don't come here, but they just live on Mars. How does that impact your daily life as a human being? Yeah, I'm still gonna drink coffee. I, I'm still gonna eat burritos. Yeah, I'm still gonna do that. So so. I think we get mixed up though with with okay so the the paranormal and then the good and the evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you classify aliens as part of paranormal or is that a different category altogether? So I think by definition, I think it, it it's it's um, yeah I don't know. Good well, question. I mean, paranormal by definition means anything outside of the normal, right? Yeah. Paranormal. Yeah. So Alien is all about foreign. It comes from a foreign territory, right? Um, something that's not of your land or your, you know, your your. Sector. They're not terrestrial. They're not terrestrial. Um, they're extra terrestrial. Extra. Et. And, and they're not. I mean, I guess when you're looking at at definition, um, 
they're not an invasive an invasive species because that's not I mean that's all you know that's like plant and animal stuff. But see, I wonder if I wonder if a lot of that organisms, a lot of those fears about be aliens being an invasive species is just because Hollywood has made them out to be that way. Maybe like let's say but, they exist. Let's let's devil's advocate. There are intelligent beings that live on another planet, and they're coming in with these balloons. Which, by the way, by the way, I, I just have to say one of the one of the greatest arguments for why these whatever these are are not aliens. Do you really think that if aliens traveled from some planet light years away, they do it by a balloon? <laughs> well, that our sidewinder missiles would take them down in one shot. Like, really? Like right. that's. No, I'm sure they have some I, kind of force field, right? I, 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 I mean, maybe I'm a Hollywood, Hollywooded up type of person where I, you know, I, they, they all have shields and in this sort of thing. But if their technology is such that they can travel light years through time and space to get here, I'm pretty sure our weapons are going to be useless against them because we yeah. can't do that we, ourselves. We can make our own movie out of this. We should. We should. Oh, dude, we should. Would, the uh, the. Have you ever seen the movie Strange Brew? Eh, probably. Like old school, it's like 80s Yeah, I remember movie. the name. Anyway, they make their own movie. It's funny. Okay, so I think part of what this does is it, it brings in the spiritual realm, right? I sure. mean, to us as Christians anyway, it brings in the spiritual realm because the spiritual realm is where we believe or we disbelieve. Um, and it's easy for us to go on the, the spiritual realm side because it doesn't fit the narrative of, of Christianity. It doesn't fit the narrative of Christ on the cross. Um so, but we have to understand that there's both good and evil um, in the supernatural world, in the spirit realm. And I don't know if aliens are in the spirit realm or or where they are, but we tend to put them in a spirit realm, wouldn't you say? I think we tend to look at them as, I mean, at least if you watch any movies that are science fictiony, they there are many thoughts that the there there are people who believe that aliens could be in other dimensions which would be i i suppose spiritual right. realm territory right and we can't really see the fifth dimension i i i wonder too you know we've talked about this with the ghosts issue <laughs> um when we had that discussion yeah i, I wonder if it, it's possible for human beings to see the spiritual side of the spiritual realm that that is possible we know that it's possible because it's in the Bible that we have seen the spiritual realm. We've seen angels. We've seen demons. Human right. beings have. Um, it's documented in the Bible multiple times in multiple different ways. So is it possible, for those of you, again, who think aliens exist, is it possible that maybe what people are seeing is some manifest manifestation, big word, manifestation of that spiritual realm on our planet, that you've been just privy to something that many people don't get to see, and yeah. you're because of Hollywood, because of pop culture, you're trained in your brain to think it's something not spiritual. Right. I mean, right back to the revival Same. we talked about at Asbury. I mean, we're seeing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and it's it doesn't make it, sense. It's foreign to us because right. we haven't. I mean, most people haven't experienced some of the stories that are coming out of that because right? it hasn't ha stuff like that ha doesn't happen anymore right. like that. Right. That was early 1900s, late 1800s. That right. stuff was more prevalent. So, so I, I was kind of looking at this, and I come up with the the evil. You know, the the demons um, are demons, aliens. No, demons are are of the spiritual realm. Uh, angels are, are are they are they like part of the you know extraterrestrial stuff? No, they're in the spirit realm. The, but are they creatures created by God that are not humans? Yes, th yes, they are. 
Um, and are they intelligent? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know about the evil side. They kind of fell out of I mean, perfection. <laughs> different between being intelligent and being wise. Right. Not true. wise. That is true. Not wise. So, so in Ephesians, you know, it talks about in Ephesians chapter 6, uh, when I was reading through that, it talks about how our enemy is, is flesh and it's not flesh and blood. It's the rulers, the authorities, the, the, the powers of the spiritual realm, right? And we fight in 2 Corinthians with weapons that are, are not of this world. You know, they that's they're they're fighting with that. And again, it's a spiritual realm. And then I, I see in Matthew four, you know, I was looking through Jesus' life on this whole topic and and I and I see the evil come to Jesus in Matthew four when he's out in the wilderness. Um I mean that's a that's a legit uh, moment where the devil himself comes to Jesus. Uh and if the devil comes to us today, we're gonna think Hollywood and we're gonna go right to the you know the UFO sightings and the creature from a different planet, and, or or ghosts and, and yeah, or ghosts. goblins, it, and it's not. So so here's where the, I think this intersects our faith is is we have to have that biblical foundation that I I, I touched on earlier is, is you've got to have that so you can recognize what is in the spiritual realm versus what's just in your head Hollywood head kind of thing, right? Right. Um. So. Angels uh, are, are, are the same. I mean, spiritual realm, and I, I went through and I got some illustrations on, on examples of humans that had interaction with, with the spiritual realm when it comes to, to angels, right? Genesis 18, Abraham, you know, he encounters three strangers, and he didn't even realize that they're angels, right? They just come, So read the story, Genesis 18. Numbers 22, Balaam. We talked about Balaam and his you know, talking donkey. I mean, there's an angel involved in that in the middle of the road, and, you know, Balaam didn't didn't know it. Joshua 5. Joshua, he encounters the commander, the Bible says, the commander of the Lord's army. I mean, that is, that that's huge. It's And you don't realize it, but it's, it's a seraphim angel. It, it's there. Second King 6. Uh, Elisha, um, you know, he, uh, he he's with the the uh, the angels uh, as an army. I mean, they're like surrounding him where he's at there. So I'm just bulleting this. You can listen to this. You can go back and read it because uh, we don't have a whole lot of time for that, but but in Matthew and Mark's Gospels, you have you have Zach, you know uh, Zechariah, you got Mary, you've got Joseph. They all have encounters with angels on different you know different relationships and in different things. In Luke two, the Christmas story, who shepherds, shows up? Uh, angels with the shepherds. But here's the thing: think of that story. Out of all of those, yeah, that's the one story that would be very easy in our culture today if something like that happens because it was celestial, right? It's right. up in the sky. I mean, you're, you're looking at it. It's up there. And, and and here are these beings coming from, like many beings, because it says it's a whole host of angels. So here are these many beings floating in the sky. They called them angels. I think in our culture, we'd call them aliens or oh, ghosts or totally. some, something. Especially like, when they when, when they bring on the, the, the human vocabulary, right? Sure. The human dialect. I mean, it's it's like, wow. They're smart. They're intelligent beings. Well, they are, but uh, they're not quite from Mars. But well, well, and they're not. All, they're also not us, right? So right. they angels are never described how humans are described in Scripture. Right. They're described as otherworldly. They are. They are not of this world. They're. Right. They're from the spiritual realm. So, again, I, I think it's important. We we tend to even in the church dumb this down a lot and and just dilute a lot of this, and oh angels demons da 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 da, the real things There's the power real there. beings There's and power and they they battle with each other and they they are at war with each other until Jesus comes again and rectifies it for good and all evil is done away with. But the reality is, I think 
over time, we have called angels and demons different things. And Hollywood, since its inception in pop culture, has has taken those descriptions, which were there's some truth in them, I suppose. Um, I mean, ghosts are supposed to be other otherworldly, I guess, and so and they're phantasmic, so to speak. So, I mean, I, yeah, I I see the description probably would make sense when an angel because. I mean, don't look like us. They're not humans. But again, when we talk about aliens, the whole point of this conversation is that when when we are watching our culture respond in this last week and a half to these balloons and UAPs, the the insane reaction to from one side saying that doesn't matter at all. Well, I mean, from a human perspective, it does matter. Like from a political, geopolitical, like if if other governments are doing this to the United States, right. that that does matter. Right. Um, and then you know, safety of human. Yeah, and then on the other side, well, they got to be aliens. Right. No, 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 they don't. Right. <laughs> no, they don't. Right. Maybe so, maybe they are aerial phenomena, but maybe they're just space or air, air trash. Like they're just junk. Yeah, and, floating and through the air. you know, and that was actually some of the articles. You know, some of the articles were talking about this is just space junk that's been floating around for you know decades. Uh, okay, may, maybe so, but. You know, maybe, maybe not. Um, but I also know the enemy has been working for decades, and we haven't recognized that either. Well, right? and, and here's the truth. We, we know that the, the United States is not the only country in the world that tests, uh, test, tests aircraft and, and, and flight systems of different kinds. The, the, the United States is not the only one in that. And if you, if you lived anywhere near Area 51 for the last, you know, 100 years... <laughs> Um, yeah, you probably saw things f- if you paid attention and just sat and had nothing better to do but look at the sky all day. I'm sure that if you watched Area 51 for any length of time, you've seen some weird things because the United States tests things that they don't want you to see. I mean, think right. about the 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 U2 when they the the airplane with the really long skinny wings that goes real fast and they used mm-hmm. it for spying. When they tested that at Area 51, there was no airplane that looked like that. So could you imagine? A human being seeing one of those things flying through the air, right? Especially, or, or, especially at night or twilight, or the F one seventeen, the stealth stealth fighter when they came out with that, or the the B two bomber before they came out with that. Mm-hmm. These things that look like wings, like bats flying through. Or how like, about the parachute? Even a parachute, although I don't know how long they've existed. I don't but either, but still, I don't know if they tested them. But, but I mean, the point is. <laughs> We tend to build up in our brains. We let our imaginations run wild and think, because they're talking about like one of those things, the one that was shot down over Lake Huron, it was octa- octagonal in shape. It was an octagon. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing that flies that's an octagon shape. Do you know that? Like, are you sure? If, if it's attached like, to the bottom of a balloon, it would fly. Like, like, I know drones have weird shapes to them. So, I mean, is it possible it's a drone that we just haven't seen before right. from another country? So, you know, if you're, if you're listening to today or whatever you're you're doing right now um i guess it's important for me to be able to just to, just to, to remind us we've got to keep our heads connected and our brains engaged to the supernatural uh spirit world knowing that evil is is real evil is going to stand against us evil is going to keep us distracted evil is going to keep our minds uh on things not set above right mm-hmm. like scripture tells sure. us to do uh, we're going to be talking about things like we're talking about today that really has uh, nothing to do with keeping you know the gospel being presented 
um, you know, the way it's supposed to, because um, it, it, it's taken time. Um, so we have to understand that the enemy is, is there and working. But we also have to understand that the, um, the light side, the angel side, the angelic side is also at work. Um, and, uh, and I want to I leave you with five, five scriptures, five more to, to go and just kind of read. Here you go. Psalm 91, 11. Uh, this is what angels do. They're going to guard your heart. They're going to guard your way. They're going to guard your footsteps. Okay. Psalm 34, 7. Um, angels, they encamp around those who fear God. Mm-hmm. Right. And they deliver them. That's, that's, that's what we have. Even if there's an alien and a whole new you know, galaxy of people out there that all of a sudden are going to be dropping here on planet Earth. The Lord's gonna 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 protect you. Uh, Luke fifteen ten. Uh, angels they rejoice when a sinner repents, and all that gets lost when we talk about aliens. Because I've never seen any movie where I don't think you've seen more than I do. Has there ever been a movie where an alien repents? Uh, I'm putting you to the test. Yeah, Guardian, really? Guardians of the Galaxy is a good example. I haven't seen it. So if you've seen the second guard, if you've seen both Guardians of the Galaxy, um. Near the end of the movie, you basically have a repentance and ask one of the main characters asks for forgiveness from another main character. Um, I'm not gonna be an alien. Spoil it. Well, one of them is a an alien. The other one's a human. Wow. Okay. Well, then there you go. See, I just so. But then there's Exodus twenty three twenty. Um, um, you know, preparing the way to enter the promised land. I mean, there's the the angels are preparing the way for us. And then uh, Matthew four eleven. Um. You know, again, Jesus, you know, being tempted um, after Jesus was tempted, after he was beaten up, after he had had this whole battle with the spiritual world, it was angels that that tended to Jesus, right? They they they, they took care of him. So, what, what are what are what are some just to close us out? What are some yeah. things that we can be confident in after all this conversation today? What are is there anything that we can be confident in as as Christians? So honestly, I go. I'll answer that by going back to the original question: um, Is that if if there is life off of the planet Earth that's discovered, it's not going to crush your Christianity. It's not going to crush your faith. Unless you let it, right? Unless you let it. Unless you get so distracted and so consumed by it. Um, I don't see a real big conflict with if there is life on another planet because it, the Bible doesn't talk about that. I mean, it doesn't speak for it. doesn't speak against it. Um, is there potential for life outside of Earth? I don't have any idea. Um, that's why we're even having this debate. But... Um, scripture does claim, and I want to read this to you because I, I, I try to word it right. So Scripture claims that God created the heavens and the earth. We know this. Um, all, all people are created in the image of God. We know that, right, according to Scripture. Jesus is the only way to salvation. We know that. And the Bible is God-breathed and is useful for us following Jesus. That's our roadmap. We know that. And all that is um, there is still true, even if science itself finds this extraterrestrial life. All that stands true, right? The Bible does not does not change. So I come back and I land at John chapter one verse three. It says, "All things were made through Him, uh, and without Him was not anything that was made um, made." I mean, it was it, it's all God. It, it's there. So hmm. we can be confident of three things. And uh, as you eat your like dessert now, before you go back to work in the next twenty seconds, is that that God created the heavens and the earth. Second thing is. Um, he created the entire universe, and the last thing is, on planet Earth, Jesus still came to save humanity. Which, and, he's, and he's still king. And, and he's still king. And I am part of that humanity, saved from my sins because of what Christ did on the cross. It doesn't matter what planet they come from. Um, I, I, I know where my faith is. So, And I don't need to run in fear over <laughs> bombs from the sky or spaceships from a different world. Or uh, I, I, just, I just wish <laughs> people in our country would go like, 
okay, probably not the smartest thing to let a spy anything go over our property, but at the same time, um, it happened, so let's not dwell on it, move on. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so before we, we close out the show uh, for, for good this week, uh, a couple things. Um, when are we going to tell them about what's happening on March 5th? Oh, March 5th. How about um, the week before? Okay. So in two Wednesdays from now, right? I don't know what the date is even. I've been working. It's either... It's the four. It's the fifteenth. So, yeah, twenty ninth. Yeah. So twenty ninth. Okay. okay. So on the 29th of February, uh, make sure you're tuning into the podcast because we have a special announcement about something that's going to happen on Sunday, March fifth. That's connected to our podcast. Yes. So make sure that you are tuning in on February 29th at noon for the podcast, and then also starting in March. We will likely have what we've been talking about for a while now, a new set. So yeah, we're supposed to have a new set. So we have some really cool things in the works. You're you've been working tirelessly on some uh, Well, things. not tirelessly. I could be working harder on it, but <laughs> you do have a job. I do. Um but uh we, we will have some new things to to show you um in in a few weeks that we're really excited about and we're still waiting for the new things to come from you our viewers to tell us uh the time and day that uh, you would like to view this podcast and we want to open it up to what topics do you want us to talk about um uh, because we want to make sure that we're keeping true to the core value of this podcast and the core value of this podcast is to take the topic uh secular take the topic of church and where does it intersect, and what is the the good and the evil of that intersection? Because sometimes it's a brutal intersection, and sometimes it's just a four way stop, and you got to go through it. So, yeah. So anyway, lots of cool things coming in the next uh, month or so. Cool. So uh, be watching and listening and uh, paying attention to what we got coming. So Thanks for being with us over your lunch hour. We'll see you next week.